Do you know of a radio station that's been popped with an image copyright claim on its website? Well, today we're going to give you some tips on how you can use AI to keep your website out of trouble. You're listening to Better Radio Websites, the definitive podcast for radio professionals who want their websites to generate more traffic and substantial revenue. Get time-tested techniques, secret tricks, and valuable tools in online content, marketing, analytics, security, social media, and much more. Ready for your radio station to dominate digital in your market? Here we go. Hi, it's Jim, and welcome to Better Radio Websites, the podcast that wants to help you get more visitors and the most revenue from your radio station website. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And if you haven't checked us out on YouTube, be sure that you check us out there and like and subscribe. And please share this podcast out with other folks in your radio realm, your other radio colleagues. Thank you so much for doing that. Well, this week we want to talk about image copyright, and it's because I received an email from a law firm in New York City this past week. And it was because one of our affiliates had used a copyrighted image on its website two years ago. And so they were reaching out to us to to take it off or whatever, but it was on a previous website host that they had used that copyrighted image. So we didn't really get much far into the conversation, but we did find out that they had downloaded the image from an RSS feed that they were in legal right to use. So perhaps the photographer didn't know that the service was an RSS feed that was going out to multiple different websites. And so don't really know what actually came of that, but it got me to thinking about image copyright and about the local stories that we put on our websites and how AI can help us with those images. Because to face it, we all don't have tons and tons of money to pay hundreds of dollars per image on some of these stock websites. So AI can really come to the rescue and keep us out of hot water. AI can be a very handy tool because all of the images that AI creates is copyright free. And so that means you can use it anywhere. You can use it on your website. You can use it on a billboard. You can use it in a inside of an ad, inside of a magazine or a concert flyer or just anything. You don't have to worry about image any kind of image copyright issues. But if you hear about other radio stations getting in trouble and having to go through all those legal issues, you may think, well, you know what? I'm just not even going to put images on our station website. Please don't think that way because images are vital to any engaging website. Studies have proven over and over and over that images get more clicks than just regular text. It looks better. We're a visual people. We we, you know, we take in images all the time. I have a screensaver here that is changing from different images. So it just reminds me that we are a visual people. And so images get more clicks. That means that your website is more engaging and it's going to increase more visitors and advertisers if you have images. But you do have to worry about copyright claims. We can't just pull anything off the internet and put it on our station websites. Now, we, there are royalty-free websites out there like Pexels.com that you can go out and grab images for. Do be sure to read the limitations on those because uh, a service like Pexels.com, you can use the image on your website, but you can't print it on a T-shirt. You can't put it on a, a concert flyer and then hand that flyer out or 
put it in a magazine and then sell that magazine, that sort of thing. So you want to be careful when using services like that. With the rise of AI technology, there's a promising solution without the hefty price tag of paying for every single image, or you don't have to worry about looking at the fine print and into where you can use that image. All of that is just taken away. It's revolutionized many aspects, not just images, but in text and everything like that of digital content creation. It's actually making our job of updating our website easier. AI tools like OpenAI's DAL-E model, MidJourney, Leonardo, ArtBreeder, gosh, there's tons of other services out there that you can choose from. They can all create unique copyright-free images based on textual descriptions. That means you just tell it what you want the image to be and it creates it. I, I personally like OpenAli's DAL-E model because you can sit there and have a conversation with it. And you can say, no, I don't like this. I like this. And no, this was wrong. Let's switch it out for that. And what it will do is it will go back and, and try to, it's not right every single time, but they, each one of the services have their, their good qualities and their bad qualities. So you want to go out there and test them out to make sure each one is, uh, is right for you. Some of them have paid tiers where you can only get certain kinds of, of images and so many images if you're in this paid tier, but almost all of them have a free tier that you can jump in and test them out. They give you only a limited amount of credits or, or something like that, that you can uh, try it out with. And when you try it out, you'll be able to see, okay, this service is going to be better for me than this one. I like this one because this, it does this rather than that. The Dolly using chat GPT and Dolly's model, it doesn't do real photo realistic. Like it was taken with a, a DSLR camera doesn't do those types of images. Mid-Journey does, but Mid-Journey doesn't have the conversational back and forth that ChatGPT does. So there are betters and worses of each one of these different services. All right, so let's look at the cost effectiveness. All these AI tools can generate a wide range of images at a fraction of the cost of the stock photo services. I mean, I don't know how these stock photo services are going to survive you know, $150 an image. I mean, yes, if you need an image of Taylor Swift or something like that, yeah, you're going to have to pay for that. But more than likely, you're not going to. And so again, try all the free plans and see if one of these will, one of these services will give you the image that you need. Now you cannot ask one of these services to generate you a likeness of an image and then use that in something paid. I've seen images on Facebook lately where they were AI generated images of Donald Trump and Joe Biden. They're sitting together, they're fishing, they're doing all this kind of other stuff. Obviously it was AI generated, but you couldn't sell that because it contains the likenesses of those people and they do have the rights to those images or their likenesses. So you don't ever want to generate an AI image of something that clearly is would be a copyright claim okay so yeah no photographer took that photo but it is in their likeness and they do have rights to uh, that you do have to keep in mind for so do be careful of that you just can't use ai for anything okay it does allow you to do to create highly customized images though and for almost everything that you use like events 
your news articles, contests, that sort of thing. And if you needed an image for maybe a jazz night, maybe you could create a image of a, a jazz juke joint or people dancing. That would give you more of a, a jazz feel without the fear of having any copyright issues. Or maybe everybody snowed in one day. You don't have any images of snow-blocked roads. You can go to MidJourney and say, hey, I need an image of a snow-blocked road. Snow covers everything. And as a matter of fact, if you go to this blog post, you'll see the image that I've created for both of these scenarios. So some of the best practices that you can keep in mind is to review and edit. Just because that you give AI this great description and it creates the image for you, it may not always be perfect. So look for little things in the images that stand out. I've created an image that where, you know, the table started here, but it ended way down here. Or All of these services have trouble with fingers. I have no idea why, but fingers will be all disjointed and look uh, just really, really crazy. So there are things that you need to look out for when generating these online images. All right. So you can also blend services. That's one of the best things to do on your, your radio station website is don't just fully count on AI generated images because then it might start to get boring. I need to look at skyrocketradio.com and look back to my, my, all my posts or whatever. I mean, I try to mix it up to where I'm not using all photo realistic images and not all AI generated images. So kind of using a, a blend and going back and forth on using different things. Really the best images that you can use are the ones that you take yourself You've actually gone out and taken pictures of police cars and fire trucks and local landmarks and stuff like that. Those are the very best images that you can use on your station website. You do want to keep in abreast of all of the AI developments out there. You know, I've mentioned like five different AI image generating tools in this podcast, but literally there are hundreds more and more coming online every single day. So it's best to keep up with this very fast pace of AI. It's going to be a whole lot different next month and the month after and later on this year. Just watch and, and you'll see. One of the best practices that I can really try to impose on you is to go ahead and attribute your images anyway. Whenever you upload your image, let's say it's to WordPress, it's going to ask for a caption. And in that caption, we normally put where we got the image from. And the reason that we do that is so Two years from now, when somebody comes knocking on the door and saying, hey, this is my image, I took this, you can say, no, I got it from texels.com, or I got it from abcnews.com, or else I got it from Midjourney or Dolly 3. That's where I got that image from. Because two or three years from now, you're not going to remember where you got that image from. And so it's always best to go ahead and attribute every single image that you upload to your website, whether it's used for events, contests, news articles, anything. So be sure to attribute every single image that you use. So while AI tools can offer a novel solution, again, try not to depend on them entirely. Again, the best images that you can upload are the ones that you take with your phone or with your, with your DSLR camera, everything around your community. We do so much encourage radio stations to do that every single time. AI-generated images, though, they can be a groundbreaking opportunity for you to enhance your website visually without the fear of copyright infringement. And as I said, this new world of AI, it is 
going so, so quickly. But as uh, but before we take off, I do want to remember, if you are importing content anywhere, please be sure that you have the image copyrights in place. This story that I mentioned at the very start of the podcast about the station who had um, downloaded an image via an RSS feed, that was two years ago. So they're using these services like the Wayback Machine, archive.org, and, and other services who have gone a long time ago and taken pictures of our websites. And then so they can actually pull up the post that that image was on. And so be sure that everything that you upload to your website is not copyrighted or you know who has the copyright to it. Again, whenever you put those captions in there that tell you where you got the image from, that's going to save you a whole lot of time in the future. So check out AI images, check out those uh, services. It's a deep rabbit hole. I'll go ahead and warn you right now. You can spend a lot of time on these AI generated image uh, services. And it's very, very fun. I think this is a fun time to create content for your radio station website. Hey, if you need help with your radio station website, reach out to us. We're here available to you at skyrocketradio.com. Have an awesome week online making your radio station website better. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Better Radio Websites. Remember to subscribe, leave a rating or comment, and share this episode with your team and radio colleagues. For show notes, archived episodes, and more free resources, visit BetterRadioWebsites.com. Need help starting or making your radio website better? Visit SkyrocketRadio.com.